0: Welcome to another edition of the Second and Goal Fantasy Podcast. I'm Calvin, your host here with you as always. And in today's show, I'll be previewing week three for fantasy football in 2022. It's the second of two episodes this week. I'll have three big questions, three starter sit questions, two, three booms and one bust pick for you this week. As always, thank you for listening. I'll get right into the content in just a moment. Be sure to follow on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF as always at SGF pod for the podcast you can ask fantasy questions over there. Start, sit questions. I'm always available. And I've been doing an about 45 minute long show from 12 to 1245 each Sunday, just minutes before kickoff to answer all of your start, sit questions live. So that's where you can ask them. If you have a specific question that you care about and need the answer to, ask it there. I take them all live. And so that way you get more help beyond just like the starter sit segment on here, which I mean, I can't cover every single player that possibly might be involved in a starter sit i just cover three of the most controversial each week that's where you can get the answers to specific questions you can also email me at second fantasy at gmail.com that's where all of that goes so be sure you're subscribed be sure you've reviewed the podcast blah 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 if you've done all that thank you otherwise let's jump right into it big question starter sit booms and busts for fantasy football in 2022 let's get started First big question for this week. Do we need to be concerned for Tom Brady is the question. He's about like the QB, I think 29 or QB 30, something crazy like that. He just hasn't had any weapons. He has been concerningly bad for fantasy football because he hasn't had any weapons. And I don't think we need to be concerned long-term because once his weapons return, I think he's going to be great, but it's something to monitor. I think he's a buy low candidate though, because he was so productive last year There's no possible reason to bet on him because of his age, bet against him because of his age at this point. Um, We know he's going through the personal life kind of issues. looks like Giselle has pretty much dumped him after he decided to go back to football. So, and there were like some of those pictures coming out last week. I hope he's doing okay personally, but like this doesn't, I mean, Brady's locked into football. He always has been, always will be. He pretty much sacrificed his wife for football. So yeah, I don't think that you should be doubting him and his talent. It's past that far past time. And I'm enjoying seeing for like the 30th time that this is the end for Tom Brady. Tom Brady should have retired. Tom Brady is staying too long in the NFL. It's like there's been like six different seasons where we started the season and it's looked like that. It never has been the case. Never. And watch him win another Super Bowl, maybe, and then. I wonder if people will be convinced. They never will. There always is something, but, you know, he's a buy-low candidate, I think, in fantasy football is the point of all of that. Let's get into the second big question. Can Matt Ryan be started anymore? I think if you're desperate, sure, but other than that, I mean, I'm waiting and seeing. I'm not giving up, though, on Matt Ryan. He's also a guy you can maybe pick up if he's on your river wire, but he's just been bad because the Colts' offense isn't bad They've been getting to the, the defense has been getting to the quarterback a lot. Matt Ryan's put up some poor performances against Houston and Jacksonville, which is bad to see. He was missing Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce last week, which that was definitely important. And so once he gets those guys back, that'll help. He's also only had one touchdown likely to change there. He's still been passing the ball a lot though. So I think we're going to see some positive regression from Matt Ryan, a bit concerning of course, but he can be started if you're desperate. I would just hopefully try to find a better option based on matchups. Has Gerald Everett broken out is the last question. That answer to that is probably, I mean, he's going to be consistent. Like most, I mean, inconsistent, like most tight ends are. He'll probably have some some of those bad games here and there. Herbert still has Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Williams, and Austin Echo to throw to Gerald Everett's still the fourth option there. And I mean, that's going to mean some inconsistency, but he's still good. And he should, you should start him. Because unless you don't have an elite tight end, most tight ends are going to have those inconsistent games. So if you just throw Gerald Everett in the lineup most weeks, he'll probably get you some good weeks and probably get you some bad ones, and it'll balance out to be good for your team or fine for your team. So let's move on to Starter set. First guy here. Allen Robinson versus the Cardinals. He is a start for me. Picked up a touchdown, picked up five targets last week. Good to see. I think the Rams are going to continue to um, obviously throw the football. And I Cooper cup is still the dominant number one option, but Robinson is a good second guy to have there. And he got targeted in the red zone. I mean, the end zone targets, red zone targets are what's going to be pushing Allen Robinson over the edge a lot for sure. Because last year, he really didn't have that at all. That was one of the many reasons he busted, but he can still now have some good fantasy games, even without the most receptions, if he picks up some touchdowns here and there. So he's a guy to like the Rams offense is stabilizing. They'll be back to being just fine. And of course, uh, yeah, Arizona is a good matchup for him. So start him. Uh, Let's see. Michael Carter versus the Bengals is the next guy. I'm going to sit Michael Carter. I think he's interesting for pass-catching work. Maybe in PPR you have a case to start him, but I think Brees Hall is now the starting running back. Brees Hall picked up that touchdown and was very inefficient – I mean, was very efficient over the last week. I think he has taken the role for good. We're still going to see some Michael Carter work, but Brees Hall is going to get more work than Michael Carter for pretty much the rest of the season, I would say. I think it's going to be a sit this week for Michael Carter. He's going to be risky from here on out. Travis Etienne versus the Chargers. This is interesting because I expect the Jaguars to be down in this game in a way that they surprisingly haven't been for most of the season, which might mean ETN gets a lot of receptions. So he's a risky start, but I would still sit him because we still haven't seen enough James Robinson's still the clear starter. I mean, he's just somehow fully recovered from his Achilles injury. It's awesome to see and so he's the better like I've said it for a while. A healthy James Robinson is a better running back than Travis ETN Etienne. ETN's a better pass catcher, but so far the Jaguars have not shown a willingness to use him in the passing game and Robinson is the better running back, and we'll get more carries. And he's been doing so consistently. So for now, you should sit ETN. All right, let's move on to booms and busts. Three booms, one bust this week. The first boom, Traylon Burks. His time is coming in week three versus Vegas. Watch Traylon Burks. I mean, he's been very efficient hasn't gotten like a ton of targets, but has gotten a lot of yards after the catch. This is the week where he breaks out in a shootout matchup. I mean, maybe not a total shootout because Ryan Tannehill's not that great, but they'll need a pass to keep up with Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. And Burks will get into the end zone, I think. This is the week where he breaks out and people really start to see his talent show through, which it already has. But this is going to be, I mean, you should probably one of the last chances to buy low on Traylon Burks because as soon as he has that first 100 yard game or that first touchdown game, his price is going through the roof. So it's time now. Darnell Mooney versus Houston, risky, risky pick because he's had like two catches for four yards the whole season. But come on, we're not expecting the Bears to do, like have seven completed passes like they did last game. That, sure, that offense has been terrible. It's tough to watch, but it's Houston. There's going to be work to be had against Houston. I know it's Derek Sting- Stingley. But Darnell Mooney has still been shown to be able to get good receptions against elite corners. He's done He did it last year. He's had some good games against tough defenses. He's not going to be like maybe he might not be like in wide receiver one overall, but he'll be able to get some work on the rookie cornerback. He's a really good receiver. Good enough to, I think, where he'll be able to get open anyway. And he's just going to be out of necessity, targeted out of necessity in this one because Fields needs somebody to throw to. It, I think some people are saying Darnell Mooney's droppable. So if he, you drop, if someone dropped him in your league, please pick him up because people are way too quick to flip on this. I we all I have thought the Bears offense was going to be bad the whole time and still think Darnell Mooney has an opportunity to be good. So you should be picking him up. Like, I mean, people just like are freaking out after two games. It's too early. To freak out on Darno Mooney just yet. It's a risky, risky pick to pick him as a boom here, but I'm going for it. Last one, Dallas Goddard versus the Commanders. Please start Dallas Goddard in every league because last year against the Commanders, twice he faced them and twice he tore them apart. And the Commanders still don't have good linebackers and they still have a terrible defense who just got demolished by the Lions last week. So Goddard is this guy that the Commanders just can never solve forever I think he's going to come out there, be targeted once again. The Eagles know the game plan against this team by now. And, and until we see something otherwise from Washington, Dallas Goddard is going to dominate them. And I mean dominate. At both games last year, I think he was like easily top five or at least top, maybe even top three tight end. Just absolutely dominant. Tons of receptions. He's going to be great. And we just saw them get torn apart by Amon Ross St. Brown next week. He operates at a lot of the same levels of the field that Dallas Goddard does. The bust for this week is Clyde edwards helaire versus the Chargers. Now he might get some receptions with the Chiefs throwing the ball a lot against the Chargers, but he's been so efficient. He just doesn't have very many touches. He had a big run. Or I guess Clyde edwards helaire is facing the Colts. Excuse me. Sorry about that. I'm talking about last week was he was facing the Chargers. But Clyde edwards helaire of course, was very efficient. He had one big run last week against the Chargers. But then other than that, we just didn't see uh very much out of him. And he only had eight carries. That's just not enough for sustainable fantasy success to rely on. More likely than not, I think he's going to disappoint you and put up a low point total. So maybe sell high and Clyde Edwards-Alaire if you can, because nothing much has changed from last year. He's just broken off a couple big runs and had some big touchdowns. So the luck has kind of shifted his way. So I mean, like last year, whereas he had incredibly poor luck with those kind of things. And so he was just being like faded into oblivion. So I think it's going to, balance out the other way this time he's just gonna be kind of mediocre or bad for you this week so that wraps up the show thank you guys for listening be sure to follow on twitter at calvin underscore sgf at sgf pod for the podcast second at gmail.com send your questions start sits on twitter i'll talk about them on the sunday show you can ask them live if you want as well thank you for listening guys i'll see you next time